Hey guys, hey guys, it's your boy. Hey guys, it's your boy here, Mr. Evan Brooks, coming to you from Southern California, ready to rock and roll. I know some of y'all are probably out and about really enjoying yourselves. I'm actually loading up everything for people to contact me as far as uh, loading it up on Twitter, loading it up on Facebook, getting the show back up and running, ready to go, ready to kick ass and take names. And today's the day, guys. Today's the day to really talk about what we're going to do, what we're going to do about our lives, what we're going to do about everything that revolves around us. Now, I want you to kick back and relax. I got you for the next 30 minutes, and we're really going to be talking about some real stuff here. I don't want people to be thinking, oh, this is a, a fluke or whatnot. No, it's no fluke. It's no mere coincidence. It's really time to really get focused about what we're going to talk about. Now, if some of y'all are new to the show, let me sum it up on what we actually are. I don't want y'all to be scared. I want y'all to be, you know, aware of what we're going to talk about here. But before I do that, let me tell you where the show originated from. So, you know, back in 2008, 2007, it might have been 2008, 2008, you know, out of college, thinking about, you know, what to talk about, you know, as far as listening to relationships, listening to uh, talk shows, and I really got into the, the theme of, but, you know, you know how people always talk about at work, things that really get to them, but they really ain't connecting with the right people because some of the people just can't relate. You're not saying that I was talking anything crazy, but talking about some deep stuff, you know, things about, you know, everyday life. Everyday life, you know, dealing with politics, dealing with the, the crap at work, dealing with relationships, dealing with romance, you know, dealing with the, the crazy stories in people's past, you know. And I'm like, man, this is this is so amazing, you know, and I was listening to a show by one of my friends, Tariq Nashi. He used to do Mac lessons. And I was like, you know what? I could do something like that. Not all about relationships or whatnot, but a little bit of everything. So that's where the show kicked off when I was going into full gear. And I've been doing this for roughly 10 years now. It was a hiatus at one point, like starting around 2000 and nine because things start picking up i start traveling a lot and i say to myself you know i want to do something to really get people going i want people to be aware of what's going on and i say you know what i got to start speaking again so i got me some equipment basically just a tape recorder and i really went into wanted to have a good time and really put my message out there for everyone and a lot of people might think that's crazy but to me, it's not crazy. If you got a voice, use it. Make it happen. You know, don't sit there and be a uh, person on the back seat talking crap because I hate people like that that they're in the back seat. So, for the, the title of the show, Nothing But the Truth, it is Nothing But the Truth. And the show talks about the issues of everyday life and from the main, in the mainstream media. Well, let me rephrase that. 
Our show talks about issues that involves everyday life that the mainstream media would not speak or give full details about, from love and relationship to black history, politics, civil rights, police brutality, and justice throughout the land. Are you tired of the same old news that really does not give you any news but just straight lies? Are you fed up with listening to the issues that do not reflect your community and the issues revolving around your community? If you say yes, then you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful knowledge and news so you can have the facts you need to have for empowerment and the true freedom from the change of society that lingers you from having true knowledge of oneself and how to change the game around in your favor. Because right now, guys, y'all are not picking up what's going on. Uh, the first thing, if you are home buyers, if you got a home and or you're about to buy a home or buy a car, you got to do it in the next 60 days. And the reason why is that the interest rates are about to creep up by two or three percent. But with all in all, you that that's gonna be a difference between you know a few hundred to a, th- a thousand or a thousand dollars or whatever it may be. So if your mortgage, for example, is like let's say fifteen hundred, you might be looking at a jump to close to two thousand, two thousand three hundred. That that was the stuff right there that people are not aware of. And, you know, people try to think bullshit me and try to tell me, well, you know, that I already knew about that. So how the fuck would you know about that shit when it just came out a day ago? Because they're saying, oh, that's, that's been old news. No, this is recent stuff because the Fed, the Federal Reserve actually uh, slipped up and mentioned that they might be doing this. And this is all going back to back in the day where you had to have 20% to put down to get a house. Now you can't. So if people are interested in buying homes, I suggest that you go ahead and do it. Uh, other things that took place, President Trump went to Korea, North Korea, well, not North Korea, excuse me, Singapore, to talk to the North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, and we're going to have to see what, what happens with that right now because we don't know how this is going to turn. He's still over there doing his thing or whatnot, but I leave that for y'all to decide. But, you know, you need to be aware of that as well, too, because if it does come out as a win-win situation where there's really peace in North Korea, then you know it's going to be some rebuilding because the country in North Korea is not up to scale like the United States or South Korea or Japan. So you got a lot of people living without electricity, you know, uh, basic infrastructure that you need for uh, clean water, things of that sort. Uh, you want to take that in consideration as well, too, because when you're looking at this, when I mean take it in consideration, I'm talking about buying stocks, buying commodities in that particular area, because if you don't do that, you'll put yourself in a rough situation meaning that you're not going to make any money. And you don't want to be that type of person not making any money. That's kind of beat up. I know what I did. I went ahead and bought me some gas. And I ain't talking about going to the gas station buying gas. I'm talking about actually I went to the stock exchange and start buying domestic gasoline because gas 
prices are about to creep back up as well, too. So you want to be kept in the loop about those things as well, too. Uh, other good things is that uh, in for movies, I have been keeping up with that. But I don't know if you've seen the new trailer to The Nun. That shit scared the fuck out of me. I, I ain't have a trailer scare, scare me in a long, long time. So for the people who keep with the horror movies, um, you may not know about this, but I'm trying to think. If you've seen Conjuring, if you've seen Conjuring, you realize that uh, Conjuring 2 had a nun, which was a demon named Valet. And the demon was scary. I won't lie. Shit was scary. You didn't quite know what the fuck was going on in Conjuring 2. So like, how's this demon coming out there? So they basically went back to all those creatures, like they did Annabelle. So now they did the nun. And the nun was probably taking place back in the 30s or the 40s. And it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of got close to the theme of uh, Exorcist 3. The scene that I've I seen, I don't want to ruin it for you, but you can YouTube that. That really, really scared the shit out of me because I didn't see it come out of nowhere. But it doesn't give away the, the premise to the movie. So if they're doing it now, it's supposed to release in September, I think it's going to be good. It's usually when they have horror movies and they release like promos for it, like within a month of it, you know that shit's going to be crap. Because with Hollywood, and you know how I am about movies, they've been lackluster lately. A lot of people stopped going to the movies. If the movie ain't good, they're not going to. I mean, what was the last good movies that we had? Black Panther, Infinity uh, War, uh, they say uh, it comes at night, or, or a quiet place, excuse me, quiet place. They came out rarity. They said that's good. I haven't seen that yet, but it's some good stuff. And one thing that you do want to take into consideration with that movie is that um, with The Conjuring, they, they're doing good. I know Insidious came up, but I ain't hear shit out of that. So Insidious, you know, after you make so many of those movies, it becomes straight garbage. And you don't want to be in that situation with the garbage. Since I got that out the way, I want to talk to Miss um, J. She's on the line here. And then we'll jump into the premise of the show. We might spill over 30 minutes, but hey, it's a good time. It's a Friday. Let's bring her in here. Hey, Miss J, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Where are you at? Hello. <laughs> New Orleans. Uh oh, I know you got some stories for us in New Orleans. Oh, What's yeah. Going on <laughs> What's going uh, yeah, on down I do there? It. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> it, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I, I, I want to leave now. It's just I'm feeling that spirit again. Oh, 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 <laughs> that, that's how it was so, last yes. time I was I had to take an extra day. To... <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
But like I yeah. um, like always, it's good food, good people, um, very like mystique kind of atmosphere going on, hot and humid. Do you see my favorite church people down there? Your favorite church people? Yeah, people to be on Bourbon mm. Street like you going to hell? You going to hell? Oh no. <laughs> I stayed away from that area right now, um, so I kind of stay with most of the tourist people are because I know if I get down with the dirty, I'm like, oh God, someone got to come get me now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So y'all don't know if y'all go down to Bourbon Street, they have the church people there, and basically they go down there with the crosses, uh, signs that you're gonna go to hell, like y'all sinning, mm-hmm. and and they get a couple of people like, yeah, you're right, I'm sinning. But I'm about to go drink that beer real quick. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I went down there once, uh, and uh, I think it was gay week. I, someone told me it was gay week. I was thinking someone was bullshit because I was Johnson. That's what you're doing. So I'm about to go to New Orleans. Said, you going gay week? I said, get out of here. Too I'm telling you, it was gay week. I said, bullshit. No, they were not playing. It was straight up gay uh-huh. week. And you had some big buff dudes in there, and they're looking at me, and they threw the fucking bees like a football, and they hit my chest. And I was like, whoa. I'm like, I'm like, hey, y'all do y'all thing, but don't, no, I'm not checking you out. I'm just shocked. And yeah. they, they, had a little, they had a parade right at the church down in Jackson Square. And at the church, you know, the, the, you know, the, the church people had their crosses, and they had the person on the mic saying, you're going to go to hell. And he stopped. What in me? I said, what the I'm going to hell. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. going to hell. I'm just here watching. And the girl who, who was dancing, her titty came out, and she was dancing to oops, and then she gave the preacher a middle finger. I'm like, wow. Like, mm. He couldn't say anything after that. He just shook his head and got up and left. I'm like, man. Mm. I was like, mm. I was like, man, this is crazy. Uh I, I met some characters down there too, but the, I miss the food. They don't make food like that in California. When I see more oysters that you had, I said, I wish that makes more oysters. When you tell people, I want oysters like this, they say, that's nasty. I said, no, the ones you serve me are nasty. Yeah. Um, I will I will confirm um, I have spoke to some people um, at that restaurant and who has been to California and lived there um, from Navy people and they were like, uh, yes, San Diego or California or in that area, their oysters are kind of salty, but it's a lot different. No, I ain't no damn salty. And- Imagine you getting a uh, Morton salt <laughs> and pouring it down your throat. <laughs> it still will not be it- enough. It still will not be enough. That's, it's saltier than that. I, oh, God. I'm borderline high blood pressure. <laughs> I almost fell on the floor right there. I said, "I'm sweating hard." I'm like, "And what's wrong, Nancy? What's wrong, I'm like, "Where the fuck did y'all get these oysters from?" Oh, we got yeah. these in uh, British Columbia, and some of these from no. uh, San Diego. Someone said, and, and the, the fucked up part was the person who recommended me to the restaurant. Time, oh, they must have gave you bad ones. I said, "Bullshit! I paid a hundred some dollars, and that was the bad thing. It's like they." They hype up the oysters at some of these places way beyond mm-hmm. the price of what they were. So they had like a, a two, three tower. You know, you had different uh, seafood, raw seafood, mussels, and uh, shrimp and things like that. 
you get to the oysters, you're like, man, I got to have to drown it in some hot sauce. It's like, it shouldn't be that salty. Mm-hmm. But I know the Pacific no. Ocean is a little bit saltier than the Atlantic Ocean. So it's like, I'm like, man, I'll never eat that shit again. But then they don't um, well, grill them. Like, I seen it with the grill, with the cheese on mm-hmm. it, you know, and they put little mm-hmm. vegetables on it, you know, a little bit, little dash of bacon, you know. They, they don't do that here. It's like, man, it's the fuck I run into. I fucked up. You know, I being here. So, I see why all the people in California are skinny, because they, they eat food and it just don't taste right. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah. I know, and I know no. some of them, I, I I know some of them were like, okay, you know about the in and out place? And I was like, what about in? They said, oh, man, it's a bomb. So they're saying the in and out is the equivalent of, uh, not five guys, but cookout. And I, I wanted to cuss yeah. them out right there. Like, they're not the same. I, I, it's like, have you ever tasted cardboard before by accident? <laughs> yeah, I talked to somebody That's, about the um, that in and out burger. They they, they they basically they same thing they said is nothing, and they're from Carolina and they used to live out in California, and they was like oh yeah, yeah everybody hypes up uh, um, in and out but it's nothing, and yeah. you know everybody who's from the South who went to California they were like no, um, we're staying over this side of the water. That's why I feel like I feel like I should not let me ban You know I love food I love eating. It's like not want uh-huh. if you make you want to eat healthy because if you go yeah. out to eat like any other places, any of these restaurants, they really, really uh-huh. make you want to feel like you're gonna throw up. So like, you know, guys, I've been juicing lately and I've been trying to uh, you know, cut down on the weight, try to eat a little bit healthier. So, you know, I try to call myself doing a cheat day, you know, uh cheat meal. I went to Wendy's, got me a bear, I thought, Oh, it tastes good. Oh my god, I felt like Someone shot me in my chest. I was hurting, sweating, and I tried something else, and it was the same thing. And it come to realize that this juicing that I've been doing has made my body to a point where it's like it refuses to take any crap. It can eat Panera Bread. I can eat Subway. I can even eat Olive Garden. But, like, if it's a fast food, greasy bag, here you go, nope. You wrong. And then I can't eat hot dogs no more, guys. I can't eat no more damn hot dogs. I ate a little hot dog uh, at the store, and it wasn't nothing bad. But you know, beef hot dog, some my chili radish on it. You know, I like onions, but no one does chili onions coleslaw because that's like a, a, a North Carolina thing. But anyway, I ate there. I'm thinking I'm good. Tell me why I could barely keep my eyes up in class. I'm blinking like I got I'm on some drugs or something. I was like, <laughs> no, no, it's just crazy. So, what else is going on? Oh, nothing much. I'm like I said, I went and had me about Bloody Mary and two Jello shots, and I was like, okay, I need to sit down. It just crept up on me for no <laughs> apparent reason. I asked for the good stuff. They told me where to get it. I got it, and I'm like, I have to sit down before I can walk anywhere else and call the Uber driver. It's kind of staggering, but um, I'm good now. Did you see the lady, Dina? Did you see Dina? I did not. Dana? I did not see. I did not see the 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 infamous, I guess, Dana or Dina who make all these strong yeah. Bloody Mary drinks that you was telling me about. No, but I went somewhere else. <laughs> Um, 
that made them just as strong. I mean, it was like a creeper, and they had jello shots. And I was like, okay, good jello shots. And then when I got up, I was like, oh, oh, let me sit down, let me sit down, let me sit down. So, uh, yeah. And I did this on empty stomach, too, so it went straight to the body. Yeah, that's how I felt when I was in uh, New Orleans at the Army Hotel. The first time I encountered, I guess her name's Dana, I can't remember, but she's a bartender, and she's been there for like 15, 16 years, guys, and if you see her, go, go get one of her drinks. She makes it on the spot. It's like she gets paid six figures. Work in that spot right there because it's like optimal real estate. Because how the bar is is that when you walk across on Royal Street, guys, you can see her and walk in kind of like a pit stop and get you something to drink and walk back out. So, you know, you sit there and talk to her. She'll tell you about everything about New Orleans. So, like, she's better than a tourist guy because she's been there for 15 years at that location, over 15 years. And she says she's been offered to be paid ridiculous amount of money, but she refused because she knows she knows the game. So, like, if she moves from this real estate area that she's at, like the Army Hotel, it's like a five, four or five-star hotel, if she leaves there to go where they talk about, there's no guarantee that they will last like the Army Hotel is because this is an attachment of the Army Hotel. And she gets tipped very well because she knows her clients. If you walk into the Army Hotel, you're going to be paying for about three nights close to $1,000 if you don't get some type of package deal. So... Some really good stuff right there. Now, speaking mm-hmm. of, I have some stories here for y'all. The topic of the show is, is it okay to have more than one side piece when you're in a relationship? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but this episode, we'll talk about the dating aspects with, with a player or a gold digger. And we are living in a world where people can have relationships through the Internet. Is it okay to be with someone who does this? If you've been with someone who has been with more than, than two people while talking to you, then you don't want to miss out. I have an amazing story to tell you about a situation that took place in my life and what the results were. Now, for everyone, you can call in. The number is 515-605-9344. Again, 515-605-9344. And again, guys, you can catch me on Facebook as well, too. I posted it on Facebook. This is on iTunes. If you just search, nothing but the truth. So the reason why I brought this up is because I've been watching a lot of episodes like Catfish and shit like that. Catfish, Little Women of L.A., and, and it's just crazy. And I encountered people that was just like they want someone with six figures, but they wasn't doing anything. But the catch-22 was that met a guy, he or she, that made six figures, but they had some. They had two or three people on the side, and my question was, were they all right with? And the surprising story was that they were okay with as long as they kept getting money. And I, I thought that was really, really crazy. Now the other end of the spectrum, you do have people that do uh, what's it called? Swapping? What's the name of it? Swinging. When you swap it. You swinging. swinging. Yeah, swinging. Yeah, it's swinging. Yeah. It was a big thing going down in Panama City, and I won't lie because I put my hand on the Bible for this one. Okay, you know, chit-chatting the people down there. Some woman propositioned me. She propositioned me. to be like, hey, what's up? You know, 
what do you mean with stuff? I don't know. You know. This happened like right when I got there, like a year in. And I was like, what's going on? And they were like, well, I'm seeing we can have sex. I'm like, what? I'm like, who does that? Who, who comes flat out? He said, yeah, I'm married mm-hmm. too. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, hold up. He works on base. He's in the military. I said, what? <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. let it all out open. And mm-hmm. the best thing, I mean, the thing was, I was like, hell no, I don't do that. I mean, if, if that's your lifestyle, do it. But then the funny thing was her husband asked my friend that worked on the base as well if he could do her. And she said, hell no, because she cleaned her house for them. And she used to tell me the house was dirty. I mean, it looked dirty. It looked like a pig pen. You ever seen Charlie Brown? You remember pig pen and flies and shit flying around his head? You could basically put that for the house. And she had to clean the house up. So he was like, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. So this is what happened. This is why I'm kind of like, no, don't do it. Because if you dip your toe in the salt and you like it too good, ain't no turning back. So what happened was she ended up messing with someone. And she got hooked, got hooked on that dick. And she ended up leaving her husband. Her husband crying and stuff. He looking all fucked up at, at work from what I heard. And this dude ended up talking to some minor and got his ass arrested and lost his military privileges, lost access to base, got a record, a child predator. And I was just like, man, this is crazy. I know that sounds extreme, but that's what took place right there. And then the woman came back a few months later asking, hey, you want to still mess around? I said, hell no, I'm messing around. She cussed me out. I'm like, hell no. She, <laughs> she looked like something off the damn hills have eyes. And I'm like, how the fuck are y'all fucking? Like, mm. I don't get it. It it's People, I know down in Panama City, there are a lot of meth heads. So that's what I'm thinking right there. Maybe maybe she got a hold of a meth head or she was a meth head herself because it wasn't like what you think of when you watching back in the day, like HBO or Cinemax or Skinemax, what my mama call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't like that. It was like uh, Mama Boo Boo. What's it called? Uh, Boo Boo? Uh, Honey Boo Boo? Yeah. She looked yeah. like that, her mama. And that's what she looked like. So I'm like, I don't get this, guy. But I recommend not doing it. What do you think? <laughs> you asking me my personal opinion? I have yeah, way too many stories. <laughs> I have way <laughs> too many stories and and <laughs> where I've heard about similar situations. And I know a few of my friends who are in those kind of situations, and I I'm like their therapist after a while. So it's like I wouldn't prefer or recommend doing that. That is something. If you go in, you gotta go in knowing like this is it. This is nothing more. Hit it, quit it, keep it moving. But if you're gonna go in, that's that's how it's gonna be. But I wouldn't recommend it. It's just it's dangerous. I think of the movie. Um, it's a thin line between love and hate. That you might end up with some kind of person that's psycho and wanna come after you and start setting you up for stuff. I'm like, mm. I had a friend exactly. that was into that, and the same incidents where um, this chick gets married, and you know. 
she went on ahead and had, you know, did her thing with my friend. And like at three o'clock in the morning, there was a knock on his door, and I'm like, he's calling me on the phone. Like I think I think her husband's at my door. I said it's three o'clock in the morning, and I'm like two hours away from you. What do you want me to do? <laughs> he's like, I'm scared. I think he, that's her husband at the door. I'm like, um, call the police. I, I, don't, I don't know what you want me to do, but you did it. And so, but apparently when he found out later on, it was just that girl coming at 3 o'clock in the morning. I think she was drunk and intoxicated and just wanted a, a one night with him. But I'm like, that's kind of dangerous when you, you know, you deal with someone like that. Or situations that's true. like that, I should say. That's very true. Um I heard all types of crazy stuff like that. Like I said, that one story was like the craziest one that happened to me where it was just like they were flat out open. And you could tell some of these people swingers. And my friend who's been down in Panama City for, I think, close to 15, 20 years, she's like, yeah, man, it's like this place like like near the beach area where it's like more money. But they're known to uh, be swapping wives and husbands and all types of stuff. And I said, really? Party. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe people up up in prominent stages. Like it was one guy, he was like a commanding officer to one of the to one of the buildings out there at the base. And then after he left, you know, all of a sudden he get arrested for a, in a prostitution scene. So it made you wonder, like this dude, you know, this guy been doing everything right from what it appears. Because perception and reality is totally two different things. The perception was, this is this guy been in the military for close to 30 years, served his country with honor and commitment and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, this motherfucker was uh, getting some ass on the side. And he was a freak. And that's that's he I was met, a freak. <laughs> he was a freak. But then, you know, his wife... His wife would bring it up and be like, "Well, my husband used to be a uh, an officer, no, but the commanding officer of this building." And also, your husband got arrested. <laughs> Not too late. If we're gonna mm. bring up your husband, bring up the good and bad. I shut that shit down. Don't come over there with that shit. Mm. I'm like, man. Yeah, that he was just a I'm freak. Like, That's all it is. He was a closet yeah. freak, like Philo Green was saying. He's a but, closet freak. Yeah, so it's like you up there at that, that stage, and you're thinking these people, they would never do that. They, they're the main ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man. Well, as my oh, mama said, you got to watch them quiet, folks. Yeah, they'll get you. They will <laughs> get you, guys. They will get you. Well, guys, I mean, that's about it. We're going to wrap this show up for tonight. I will have more shows posted for you. I mean, I'm going to be shooting a lot more shows. So what I need y'all to do is to go ahead and go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash mb underscore truth. Go there, get all my shows, listen to the shows, share the shows, sit down, bring your friends, just listen to the shows. If you're in a, in a car, you're traveling, listen to the shows. I mean, these are good shows. Some are serious, some are funny, like this one. It's a little bit funny, but, you know, I wanted to let everyone know what was going on. On top of that, you can go to uh, iTunes, 
iTunes, type in nothing but the truth, it's there. We also have a Facebook group page. It's called uh, Nothing But The Truth. It says unofficial. That's the one you see a man and a woman holding each other intimately with a purple silhouette. That's me as well. I'm not in the picture. I'm saying that's the, the Nothing But The Truth website or group. Go there. You can keep up with the latest news of what I'm being posting. Sometimes I do live shows on there, too, to let people know what's going on. But I'm going to go ahead and spice up the show some more. I want to talk about movies. I want to talk about uh, politics. I want to talk about everything that we see coming up on the screen. And then we're going to really analyze it because I'm telling you guys, if you believe what you see on CNN, Fox, Huffington Post, Wall Street Journal, and you don't uh, do your checks and verifications on what you see on the news, you're getting played. you got to think about it. CNN and them are being paid by advertisers, and advertisers are telling people, telling you, me, this is what the story is, because you can go to one channel. And how I got that was an episode of Oz, when Augustus Hill was sitting in the wheelchair, and he was talking about, like, what's the truth? You don't know what the truth is. You go to Fox, it tells you one thing. Then you go to CNN, it tells you another thing. Then you go to this news company, MSNBC, you go here just to try to figure out what the main truth is because they, everyone's got their own little twist. It could be, for example, the president could do the stupidest thing, but Fox may praise it and CNN might denounce it. And you're looking like, I don't know, it's like y'all both looking at a red light. But one person say, no, the red light was half a light. <laughs> the other person said, I didn't see no red light, but I didn't see a green light or a yellow light. And I, but I've seen all these car stops. And you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. That's what you got for the media. And I like to break stuff down there. So I like to break it down. I like people to have that third eye. you got to have a third eye because if you believe that everything's peachy cream, you see all the stuff that's going on, you really don't see. You're seeing a filter. That's what you're seeing when you're watching the news. And what I like to do is always verify the facts that people present because the news people are not accurate. Sometimes the news people just put stuff out and don't go back and check the facts. You see this all the time. But, uh, again, I thank you for tuning in to the show. I will post up the schedule, and you will be able to lock in and listen to it. And even if you missed the live show, it's always replay. You can download these shows, okay? Again, I told you, go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash indie underscore truth, iTunes, hit Facebook, check out the show. I'd like to thank Ms. J for coming in. I'd like to thank all the people that actually came and listened. I want y'all to be safe this weekend. Have a great weekend, and God bless. Thank you.